Hey, it's John. You want to look and feel your very best? Visit the team at Cool Contours. They are the number one cool sculpting provider in Virginia. Their award-winning team of certified cool sculpting elite and cool tone specialists work with you to create a fully customized treatment plan to achieve your dream body. Learn more at cool-contours.com. That's cool-contours.com. As ranked by Allergen in June 2021, cool sculpting leaves FDA clear to treat visible fat bulges in nine areas of the body. Some common side effects include temporary numbness, discomfort, and swelling. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cocoa Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Cocoa Express Show Network. I'm your host, Aurelia, and I'm back again with you. And I'm so excited to be here with you this evening, especially with our special guest. Today's guest is the happiness pathfinder, Tessa Stowe. Tessa teaches people the act of happiness so that they are happier, healthier, less stressed, and have the juicy side effects of happiness. Tessa maintains that happiness is a lot more than we are led to believe. She says that happiness is essential is an essential life skill to acquire. It's essential for the health of your body, the quality of your life, and for your long-term survival. Tessa is originally from New Zealand, New Zealand, and she's now live with us from Bali, Indonesia. Can you believe that? So. I'm just going to get into this interview because this is just a subject matter that we all need to discuss on a real deep basis. Hello, Tessa. Thank you so much for joining us from Indonesia. Oh, well, it's so great to talk to you, Aurelia, and, and your listeners. It's fabulous because as I'm on, uh, for your uh, listeners in the U.S., I'm in the future because I'm already on Thursday and you're still on Wednesday. So, you're talking to the future. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And how does it look? <laughs> it looks great. It looks cool. The sky is blue and, yep, the birds are singing. So it's definitely coming your way. Oh, excellent, excellent. So you say to us, say yes to happiness. Why? Yes. Why yes to happiness? Yes. Wow, why? Uh, well, it's interesting, um, Aurelia, because I, I actually have a Yes to Happiness roadmap, and step one of the Yes to Happiness roadmap is actually to ask yourself if you can say yes to happiness. Like, are you committed to it? And a lot of people might go, that's ridiculous. Of course, everybody could say yes to happiness or are committed to it. And I would go, no, no, no. For a long time, I could not say yes to happiness. I I was actually committed to 
unhappiness. And the reason I was was because my husband of 27 years died from brain cancer and I just plummeted. I, I was um, totally stressed out. I had no energy. I was constantly sick. I had shingles on my face. I didn't want to get out of bed. I couldn't think. I had brain fog. I was drowning my sorrows in New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. So, and I was definitely not saying yes to happiness. <laughs> so, mm. And I had all the side effects of unhappiness. And so it wasn't really until Aurelia that I said yes to happiness. I actually do want to be happy again that mm-hmm. I started progressing and becoming happier. So it's a, it's a really important question to ask yourself. Like, can you say yes to happiness? Um, Because unless you can make that, you know, unless you can make that decision or commitment to yourself, you just won't take the actions that that Mm -hmm. are required. Uh, Because it is, happiness does actually require action. It's not just something you can just sort of sit there and go, like a lot of people say, I'll just choose happiness and voila. But it's not. You actually have to do things. So and before that, you need to make a decision. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, it does make a great deal of sense. I guess it's, I always tell myself, you have two choices. You can either, you know, choose to be miserable or you could choose to be happy. So I guess yes. it's just like what you're saying. It's, it's an action. Yes. You decide to. It is. To, and it's sometimes. It is, and I'm. I call myself the happiness pathfinder, and and you know, showing people you know how to be ha- you know happy, having come from that place of the opposite extreme. And yet, and yet, Aurelia, I if somebody said to me, or I often get asked, are are you supposed to be happy all the time? And my answer is, heck, no, because. If you are being chased, for example, by a saber-toothed tiger, that is not the time to stop and smell the roses. So, so, <laughs> so, it's not. So, so there are things that happen in life where it's not appropriate. It's not the time to be happy. We we need to deal with, you know. Let's face it. There are some stuff. Some there's some stuff that comes at us in life, and we need to survive it you know it's like when my husband died you know grief particularly in the first six months or if you have a major life event those first six months you are actually at risk of dying so you need to survive that there's no point focusing on being happy and doing all that happy stuff you need to survive it but when you get through that point then we have a lot of stuff coming at us you know, negative, bad news, violence coming at us. And we think we're under threat, but it's just actually, it's not real. So, Mm. but yes, aim to be happy, but realize that it's not about being happy all the time. Run, run, run if you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) Now, what is happiness? I mean, if there was a descriptor, what would you where and how and what would you define it as? Yes, and that is such a such a profound 
question and it's it took me a long time to work this out because it's well the common definition of happiness is it's a combination of a feeling good at feeling good in the moment you just feel good gratitude joyful love all that sort of stuff it's feeling good in the moment but it's also and this is really important feeling that life is meaningful and worth living you need both and that's the generally accepted definition of happiness however there's a lot lot more to happiness than that and 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 it goes much much deeper than that because if you look at um, emotions okay we have two essentially two sets of emotions so we have like for example if I list a, um, a few emotions like joy anger judgment love anxiety gratitude guilt you see you can easily identify which of those emotions are happy ones and which ones are not happy so we we basically have two buckets we have a bucket you know, with happy emotions and the other bucket is not happy. Or happy are also the body we also think of as safe emotions and when we're feeling not safe, not happy, we you know, or not safe, we have those other emotions. So we essentially have two buckets of emotions. And what's not generally known is that when you have an emotion, whether it be a happy emotion or a not happy emotion then it signals to your body it actually gets converted into your body as a like a signal or a chemical to do specific things depending on whether Mm -hmm. it's a happy or a not happy emotion so Mm -hmm. if your body gets a signal that it's happy then it goes oh okay aurelia is feeling happy therefore aurelia must be must be safe and you're not being attacked by that saber-toothed tiger so your body goes oh that's all cool so so at a very high level your body goes okay all this energy that's coming in because you're eating all the good foods and things and drinking you know good water and stuff all that energy that's coming in the body goes okay we can use that for growth and repair we can use that for building your immune system we can use that energy for doing all the things you love to do so that's mm-hmm. what happens if your body gets that signal from your emotions that you are happy. But on the other side of it, if you are sending signals into your body um, because you've, you know, you're stressed, you're angry, you're fearful, you're anxious, then your body goes, oh my goodness, Aurelia's under threat, she's not safe, and she needs to survive the threat. And so then what happens is that energy that's coming in from your, you know, the good food you're eating and all that sort of stuff, that energy gets diverted away from growth and repair and it gets diverted away from your immune system and it gets diverted away from non-essential activities and um, because it's, all the energy is put towards surviving the threat and... Because there's no point having growth and repair in an immune system if you, you know, if you haven't survived. So, um, and you know, I experienced this in bucket loads after my husband died because, you know, I had no energy. I had 
severe brain frog. I couldn't think. I was, you know, getting sick all the time, shingles on my face, because my all the energy that I had was diverting to survive. So, so, so happiness. The point I'm trying to make is that happiness is a signal to your body, um, which basically is going to signal to your body whether it goes into growth and repair and building your immune system or, or not. So you can see that if you're constantly sending signals to your body of stress and fear and anxiety, your immune system's going to break down. Your body's going to break down. I mean, it's just not good for your health and your long-term survival. That, that's why I say happiness is an essential life skill to learn because it's essential for your happiness, your health, being less stressed and live longer. So does that make sense? Can you see that how, how that all fits together? Because yes. happiness is also a signal. Yes, it's like eating chocolate. Um, chocolate can be a temporary happiness feeling but if you choose, um, tell me if I'm wrong, if you choose to be happy, you will feel healthier. And yes, because you can eat really good. You can eat the best quality food out there. However, if you're not happy, then what's going to happen is that energy from all that great food is going to be diverted. It's going to be used to surviving a threat. It's not going to mm-hmm. be used to for growth and repair, it's not going to be used for your immune system, it's not going to be used for doing all those things you love because you need to survive. So, um, yeah, so, it's really important. It's happiness for your whole health of your body. I mean, if you're happier, you know, your blood pressure goes down, heart disease goes down, pe- people have fewer aches and pains, um, you'll heal faster after injuries, you look, you know, you look younger, all those things. There's just so much to happiness that we're just not made aware of. So what I'm, what I'm getting from all of this is that the side effects, and is this what you mean by the juicy side effects of happiness? Is that what this yes. is? The, the, yes, the absolutely. Good so if you're unhappy absolutely. and you're eating all this good food, is it because your body is in that fight or flight mode and it's going to collect all of that food and that good stuff that you think that you're doing and just turn it into like storage space in your body as opposed to functional space? No, no. It's going to, if you are um, in a stressed out state, you have those mm-hmm. sort of negative mo- emotions like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. fear, anxiety, stress, um, anger, judgment then any good food that you cut, or the energy that's coming into your body through food and water and things like that, that energy is going to be simply used to survive the threat. It's not going to be used for your uh, growth and repair, your immune system. So it's, it's just simply going to be re-diverted. So over a period of time, it's not just if you're just stressed out or anxious for a moment here and there, that's, that's okay. I mean, that's life. But it's what if you're constantly in that state, then you know your health is going will deteriorate mm-hmm. because you're not having energy put into building your immune system. I mean, people, I think it's seventy percent plus of visits to the doctor are stress related, and the biggest cause of death is basically um, you know like heart disease, 
Um, mm-hmm. So things related related to stress. You know, we're living in a state of stress. So I'm saying, you know, I'm saying, putting my hand up, and going, you know, it's, I mean, I was at severe risk of it, of death myself um, after my husband died. But you know, mm-hmm. I found out on my own that happiness is a skill you can learn. I mean, it's a, it's an essential life skill you can learn, and it takes practice. But like any skill, the more you practice, the better you get. So I, you know, the more you practice happiness skills, the you know, the better or the happier you will get. So it's it's learnable. And I don't, and I was never. I don't know about you, Aurelia, but I was never taught that happiness is a skill that you can learn. No. And what what are those skills? I mean, how do you learn them? Yes. Yes. Um. Yes. You can learn them, and it's simply, and I basically break break it down to, I, I have a, a, a Yes to Happiness gym, and basically it's we, we go through three distinct phases, and we basically have to have happiness exercises and habits for being happy in the moment. Like, how do you be happy in the moment? And it's, and it's just doing exercises, and I believe in exercises that are really quick, because everybody's busy, and so I just believe in exercises that are 60 seconds or less. And but we initially focus on happiness in the moment. So just because there's so much around us, Aurelia, wherever you are right now, I don't know what you're looking at, but or what's around you. But so of us around us all the time, every day, but we're so busy, or we're in our heads, we're so distracted. We don't even see it. It's like when you walk down a path, there are you know little flowers or blade. Even if you're in a concrete jungle, there's always little bits of nature somewhere, like almost kind of waving at you, going "Hello, hello, I'm here." <laughs> but we just get so busy, we don't see it. So a lot of my exercises are about getting back to seeing how amazing the the moment is, like right in front of you what is so amazing and is an incredible source of happiness so it's getting mm-hmm. it's just doing some really I'm into fun and I'm into simple and I'm into quick doing exercises to bring you back and get excited about the moment you know like like get so excited about things that we we used to be excited about but we've just got so busy in our, in our heads we're just not seeing things so I, I basically start off with happiness in the moment exercises and turning some of those into habits mm-hmm. and then moving on to happiness in self because happiness in self is a big one. You know, people being happy. And when I talk about happiness in self, I'm talking about like, you know, you as a person or reader, there's, you have yourself com- is composed of two, two distinct parts. You've got your body physical body mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. got your your spirit your personality you know who you are and you and your spirit and personality basically just you know your body is is basically your vehicle for experiencing um while you're while you're here on earth so happiness and self for me is all about being happy with those two bits of yourself like being really happy with your body mm-hmm. like just you know, happy with your body and also just being happy with who you are as a person and to do really fun, quick 
you know, exercises, and again, turn some of those into, into habits. And then um, the third part we work on is happiness in relationships. Because, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, relationships are a biggie. <laughs> 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 you know, at, yes, and I found after my husband died, oh my goodness, my relationship, you know, I, I just, for my own survival and sanity, I had to let go of a lot of people. I I just couldn't, I would just be in contact with certain people. After a, um, I don't know if you've had any really major events in your life, Aurelia, but, you know, you become super, super sensitive. You know, I was so sensitive to people's energy that I would just be the, with the wrong person and I would just end up back in bed for a week because I just, mm-hmm. they would just complete, they'd say something to me or just give off a vibe. So I quickly realized that I had to be careful about who I was around and I had to respect myself and treasure myself enough that if Mm -hmm. I picked up bad vibes or I just needed to get away far. So, you know, happiness in relationships are biggie. A big one of happiness in relationships Mm -hmm. is when you pick up bad vibes or you're around not so good people, if you do your best to run away far. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> yes, just like I, I call it fluffing your tutu. You know, you have a tutu. Mm-hmm. Fluff yeah. your tutu and just woof off out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Now, um, what I wanted to ask you is what um, – can you give us an example of one of the um, happiness skills that you use, a 60-second skill? Right, yes, yes. No, well, one of them is the, – this one is a really quick one, and it's a great way to stay. And that is, and this is one. This is a happiness exercise, but we, it's also a great one to turn into a habit. And by the way, I to turn some of these exercises into habits, I use a method called the Tiny Habits Method. I work with BJ Fogg. You may or may not have heard of him, but he's the world's leading uh, expert on. Uh, how to how to turn behaviors into habits really fast. Mm-hmm. And when I say fast, I'm talking about, you know, it can be as fast as a couple of days you can create habits. So it's just an amazing process. So I, I that's what I train people to do when you want to turn an exercise into a habit. But one, a great one to do is when you wake up in the morning, is when you wake up in the morning and you put your feet on the ground, you stand up, and say, it's going to be a great day. And then you just go, yes. And you just, okay. that just kind of sets off the day. And and you just say, say yes out loud or, you know, just do a, a fist pump or just do some sort of activity. And it just, it all sounds a little bit weird, but it, it just fires off chemicals, happy chemicals in your brain and you've started off your day with a focus, basically a happy focus. So it's really simple. Again, it's like stand, put your feet on the ground, stand up and say, it's going to be a great day. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's an example. Um, and I've just actually, I, I'm not going to go into details, but I've actually given you the how to turn an action into a habit. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so it's after I put my feet on the ground, I'll say it's going to be a you know great day or an awesome day, 
and then you just got to celebrate, like, yes. And that okay. wine to your brain, you've just set yourself off. It's just fabulous. Um, now, yeah. what is what is one thing that our listeners can do right at this moment, right now, to be happier? Right now, at this moment, it's first of all to make a um, make a decision. Actually, as we started off on this on this call, is to make you know, to ask themselves, are they committed to to happiness? You know, mm-hmm. and when I say committed to happiness, it's are they committed to happiness, to being happier, healthier, less stressed, and living longer? Just, and that's a you know, it's a big question. And then if they mm-hmm. are um, committed to it, well, I actually have a roadmap they can go and um, download because that just basically outlines the high steps. So I'd, I'd recommend mm-hmm. downloading that, that roadmap. But it's um, the website address they can get it from is yes to happinessroadmap.com. So that's yes to happinessroadmap.com. But the other thing I'd recommend that they did is to do that, that what I just said about the um, how to start off your day. Basically, put your feet on the ground in the morning, stand up and say, it's going to be a great day or an awesome day. Yes. Um, okay. yeah, another one, a quick one, is um, stop, look, go. So just occasionally during the day, just stop mm-hmm. and then just kind of look around you. And, and just do this for... You know, 60 seconds or less or 30 seconds, you know, even a few seconds. Just look. Just just be aware of what is around you. Because I don't know about you, Aurelia, but I used to, I used to suffer from busy sickness. I was always in a rush. My husband actually, he used to tell me, Tessa, you need to stop and smell the roses. And do you know it really irritated me when he told me that? Because <laughs> I used to think to myself, can't he see how busy I am? And I will get back to smelling those ra- uh, roses later, but I just haven't got time at the moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is ridiculous. So that's why yeah. I like to stop, look, go exercise. Just, just, you know, when you remember to do it or you can turn it into a habit, um, you just stop and you just, you know, just look around you, just absorb what is like right in front of you. And you'll just start to see things that, that have been there all this time. And you just mm. have places. Like if you've got if you've got a partner, wife or a husband or children, you know, just or friends, or you're going to the coffee shop to order a coffee. Just stop, just look. Just a few seconds of really looking, like looking at the looking at somebody or looking at your coffee or just actually being present to it doesn't take long. And the thing is, what's so cool about these exercises, Aurelia, is they're kind of addictive. <laughs> Once you start doing okay. them, and this is kind of a bit of the secret. Once you start doing them, because like people mm-hmm. say, oh, but Tessa, it's only 30 seconds or 60 seconds. You know, what good is that? Well, because of the way that you do them, or I get you to do them, they're addictive. So you just find yourself doing them automatically, um, more and more, and suddenly you find yourself, wow, you know, you, people say, gosh, you know, you've changed. <laughs> okay. Um, it could this be like people who set out their intentions to the universe and, and this, um, and they attract 
happiness. So, for example, if we set up our intentions first thing in the morning, we put our feet down on the ground and we yell, you know, this is going to be, or say this is going to be a great day, yes. Is that saying to the universe that we want a great day and that's what we'll receive? Or is it just my thinking that it would do that? Possibly part of it, but I'm not. I'm not a one. Um, you know, it's it's all about action. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, it's like happiness is is you know learning the skill of happiness requires action. So it's not just saying it. But but the thing is too with that one with the feet on the ground, is you are just sudden you're just setting up your your radar at the beginning of the day. But, oh, it's going to be a great day. So what actually happens in your brain is you've told your brain, oh, it's going to be a great day. Your mm-hmm. brain actually starts looking for evidence to prove, oh, it's going to be a great day. It starts okay. to, we look for evidence to prove, we look for evidence to prove our point of view. And, you know, that's why Google, have you noticed that when you type into Google and you say, tell me all the reasons why this is good for me? It doesn't mm-hmm. come up and tell you all the reasons it's bad for you, right? It tells you what you want to hear. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You get annoyed with Google if it said that's a really stupid thing and I'm going to tell you why what you've just asked for is ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so just think of it like that. You, you're setting off in your brain. You're saying it's going to be a great day. And your brain goes, oh, I must look for evidence of that. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's amazing I get how it. it I get it. Yes, I get it. I mean, that is, you know what? You've given me some new skills that I am really gonna gonna work on because this is for me. This is important. I consider myself being happy most of the time, but there were some things that I was missing, and I think the morning routine is something that I really am gonna incorporate into my my new wake up regimen. Great. It's fabulous. And then when you go into the bathroom first thing, look in the mirror and just say, you know, like, look at my great body, you know, how or say thank you, body. Thank you, body. Because, you know, face it, you're in the bathroom, you've woken up, so you need to thank your body because it's actually got you there, hasn't it? You know what I mean? But it's the heart beat all night, you know, your legs got you to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just say thank you, body. And that's and that starts to change the relationship you have with your body. You know, instead of saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, my body, my, 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 my fingers aren't, aren't as pretty as, you know, whatever," um, mm-hmm. or "I don't like my eyes," or whatever, you go, "Oh my goodness, thank you, eyes. I can look at, look at, look at my body. I can look at these things. It's just, you're just changing the way you see, see things, and you suddenly mm-hmm. get all excited um, about things. It's like, you know, I'm like a little kid. I get so excited." I get woken up here in Bali by roosters. They start, oh, nice. sometimes they start at 1 a.m., sometimes they start at 3. <laughs> but I just think it's, I just think it's fabulous that I get, you know, I'm like a little kid going, oh, there's those roosters, mm-hmm. you know, they're waking me up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, may I ask, I what, what made you go, today? what made you go to Indonesia? Well, I, last, a year, well, Yes, about a year ago, January, I decided that I just needed to go somewhere to think. I was I was realizing because it was just over five years since my husband died. I realized mm-hmm. that I needed to start a new chapter, and and or I was ready for it. And I just thought I need to go somewhere and think. So I 
I came to, I thought, I'll go to Bali. I like Bali. It's a beautiful, it's a very spiritual place. It's just lovely. The people are lovely. Culture is lovely. And I went online and I found a place to stay. And then I arrived in the evening. And then the next morning I got up and I thought, I will um, walk into the, like a village. And mm-hmm. so I came out of the resort and I, and there was a road to the left, which went up to the main road that I could walk along into town or the village. And then there was a path to the right. And on this path were chickens. And I thought, oh, I wonder where that path goes. So I essentially followed the chickens down this path and <laughs> it end, they ended up leading me into, into the back of the resort next door. And um, and then I bumped into this guy who just turned out to be the owner of the resort. And then he said to me something really, really odd. I mean, I just met him and he said to me, I think you might want to come and live here and I will show you an apartment. And I thought, very strange guy. What a weird thing to say. I've only just met you. So he showed me an apartment. I looked at it because I was polite. And I thought nothing of it. But he'd planted the seed. So a few months later, I messaged him and I said, now about that apartment. <laughs> okay. And here I live. Yes, and the chickens are still, you know, doing their thing down that path, and I'm ever so mm-hmm. grateful for them. <laughs> yes, they led you. They led you to your new home. They led me. So I thought, you know, that whole that thing about the path less traveled. Well, I, you know, I follow the path of the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Before we run out of time, I would like to know how people can find out more about you, how they can get your happiness roadmap, and those other things that you offer that are so great for, for us. Yes, well, the yes, yes to happinessroadmap.com, I think that's a great starting point because then when you get that roadmap, you'll also have in there my... Um, It'll have the website details, and also I have a Facebook page and group, and that all will be in there as well. So you'll get all that information. So definitely the yes to happiness roadmap dot com is the mm-hmm. perfect place to start. Oh, great, great, great! Now, yeah, yeah. we as our time is running out, and I'm I have to say this was just such an engaging interview. I really learned a lot, and I'm glad because I really do think that with so much going on in the world today, we need to take 60 seconds or or 60 seconds three times a day and and say yes to happiness. Would you not agree? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Just by changing your focus. And and the thing is, and what's so cool about, about these exercises is that mm-hmm. even though you're only taking 30 seconds or 60 seconds, they ripple out into your day without you having to do anything. And you catch yourself when you think, wow, it, it just changes you. But it's really, mm-hmm. really clever because it's kind of almost tricked you because it's so quick and you don't have to worry about, you know, how do I fit it onto my to-do list or schedule it or, oh, my goodness, it's too hard or overwhelming. They're really quick, fast, easy exercises with a huge ripple effect and you'll find yourself actually infecting other people around you 
Well, that's what I um, want to do. I, I want to make people yes. happy when they're around me. <laughs> I hope I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love. Well, I love doing it, and I can. I can tell you, I, I definitely. You know, if you'd known me, you know, just after my husband died, or even before he died. I mean, it's just such a different sort of, um, you know, a very, very different person. It's completely, I can tell you all this work because I am the guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone from one extreme to the other. (laughs) Okay. Well, it works because you've, I mean, you've made me feel very lit uplifted and happy with our our interview. And, you know, this is good. Thank you. You're welcome. I so appreciated and enjoyed our conversation, and, and and thank you so much for interviewing me. Oh, you're quite welcome, and you are welcome back if you wanted to conduct a few exercises with our listeners to help us really get into yeah. really honing in that happiness um, mindset. Absolutely. Gosh, that, yep, perfect. Fabulous. Great. I will stay in touch, and I want to just tell you thank you so much and I am saying yes to happiness. Fabulous. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> so you have a great morning because you said it's 8 in the morning with you. Yes. So your day is just Thursday, beginning. Yes. On Thursday. So your day is just beginning. And you've already told us that it's, the future looks bright and it's going to be a great day. So your confirmation yes. to that. <laughs> Great, yes. <laughs> Thanks so much. You're welcome. Have a good have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Bye, okay. Aurelia. Bye. Bye everyone. Everyone, that was the amazing Tessa Stowe, and she wants us to say yes to happiness. She's given us a few skills and exercises that we could use to incorporate into our daily routine that will ensure that we have a more happier existence. And she also explained to us the health benefits of happiness. Now, we all know we want to be healthy. We all know, um, my listeners, you know me. I am really into being happy and healthy. So I hope that you were able to listen to what she said and you were able to incorporate that into your routine so that you, too, can say yes to happiness. Um, Please join me next Wednesday when I will have uh, Claire Damkin-Brown. And we'll talk about communication skills for women. On that note, I would like to wish you all an amazing, amazing evening. And I want to once again thank Tessa for joining us. Um, We had a great time. And as always, take care of yourself. Follow your dreams and your goals. Don't follow someone else's. They have a whole different plan um, in store for them than you. And be well. God bless. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at thecocoexpressshow.com.